0: Pastor Tan finna play his first NFL game. We got a great interview. Paul, drop that beat.
1: The Denver Broncos opening up the season. At the New York Giants, a three-point favorite to kick off the season, Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. And I'm kind of quarterbacking the show with Aqib Tlaib, Harrison Sanford. Uh, This is called to the booth right here on Altitude. This first game of the season has us thinking about the first game of the season for Patrick Sertan Jr. He's actually joining us here on the show. That'll be coming up soon. But it made us also think about Aqib's first game as a Denver Bronco, taking on the Indianapolis Colts, obviously the Sheriff, was that quarterback, and Peyton managed to mm-hmm. Andrew Luck. Uh, Andrew Luck was the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Akeem, take me through that first game as a Bronco. Uh,
0: we won. We won the game, I believe. Uh, that was my first time seeing the sheriff, like, live from the same sideline, right? Now, I don't seen it from the other side, but he went to work. But, man, I don't, I don't think I got too much action on defense, man. I had a couple pass breakups, not too much action, though, but... We won the game, man. My first game as a Bronco, and I think the defense we played all right. We ain't let Luck go crazy on us, so we was all right.
1: So it was. It's going to be the first game for Pat. I just wonder what goes through your mind when you're playing for a new fan base.
0: You try. To, I'm trying to prove that. Okay, they paid me all this money. I'm supposed to be this. Who I am. I'm trying to prove I'm him. You know what I'm saying? So that's I always go into the season, man. It's some. It's something to prove. It's something I gotta. I gotta achieve because I'm trying to prove something. So. First game with the Broncos, I definitely was trying to prove that I was worthy of that bag. We got our Bronco of the week. Patrick Sertan, the young rookie.
2: I can't wait to watch this dude play, man. Pat, what's up, baby? Not much, you know, I'm in Devil right now. Um, I'm in a little apartment right now. I'm still waiting on the uh, condo to be done, so. Still... Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Condo, you supposed to have some type of, you feel me, gated type of, you know what I'm saying? You gotta get comfortable out there, my boy. You ain't going nowhere for a minute.
2: I gotta get comfortable. I'm just selling in here right now. Yeah. Um, but like in the future, though, I'm gonna look for some homes and stuff. But right now I'm just uh, getting my feet wet.
0: That's what's up, that's what's up. So week one, man, first game. How you feeling, my boy? What's that, what's your mindset like?
2: Man, I'm excited. You know, first professional game. You know, I know I had previous games, but it doesn't really count, I feel like. The magnitude of the game, the hype of the game is going to be there. So, you know, I just can't wait to get out there and play, you know, with the team. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. You know, key yeah. match, primetime time Sunday game. So, it should be fun.
0: I remember I used to play, right, every year. At the beginning of the year, I'm going to feel like, all right, I got I got something to prove, right? I was first-round pick. All right, I got to prove, like, you know what I'm saying? Why was the first-round pick? Why they pick me? I ain't no bust. And then all the way to when I got with the Broncos, I got my bag, you know what I'm saying? And I had to prove like, oh, I'm worth this 10 M's a year. Like, do you have that feeling?
2: Yeah, I think I think every week, especially, you got to prove yourself each and every week, especially if you're a rookie, and you know, you like first round top 10 pick, I feel like you yeah. got to go out for your sure worth every week. And, you know, you just keep on exceeding and keep on growing each and every week. So that's what I, and when it comes to that, you know, you just got to focus on your keys. You know, a lot of film study goes into that too. You got to make sure, like, you got to have the mindset that you're the best player out there, you know, each and every week, so.
1: I'm sure you've heard of AKeb's Super Bowl winning team with the Broncos, that no-fly zone team. Obviously, you're focus- obviously, you want to prove your own worth as a player, but I'm assuming you also want to potentially help replicate that same type of secondary that AKeb played on when he was in Denver.
2: I, I watched them boys play, you know, they were flying around making plays. You know, I know their defense was stacked and loaded. I know... I know Vaughn was, was on that defense, too. You know, I've been talking to Vaughn about that defense. But, um, yeah, that secondary was special. You know, they was making plays, flying around. So we try to, like, you know, resemble that as much as we can. You know, but we also got to prove what we about, too. You know, they got their uh, legacy in hand. You know, we got to prove our legacy as well, too. But, you know, you know, they just set the mark. You know, we just try to set the standard even more.
0: I got a little son, right? And talk about this, this growing up in this football, though, man. I, I really need to know, like, How young was you when you really like locked in? You was like,
2: I love this. I feel like it was second nature to me. You know, I started playing football when I was five years old. You know, so once I started playing, you know, scoring touchdowns, having fun out there, I was like, yeah, man, I could do this. Especially learning from my pops, you know, just gaining insight from him. I believe that helped me along the way as well too. But yeah, growing up, you know, I think, you know, just being around football, you know, just learning the in and outs of the game and loving the game. Especially at a young age, I think that's what helped me set uh, my love and passion for the game.
0: I think that's, that's, they got a lot to do with why you as cold as you is, bro. It's, when I talk about you, I say he just looked like he been playing football forever, bro. You know what I'm saying? His angles he take, his timing on jump balls, that's all reps. You know what I'm saying? That's all watching it, watching Moss or whoever used to watch me when he was little do it then you going outside to do it, then, like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what separate guys like me and you, you feel me? What you think it is, Why what separate first-round corners and, the you know, the top guys in
2: the league? What separates it, I think it's you play each and every week. I think you got to go out there with the same type of urgency, the same type of play style. And I just think that as far as the cornerback position, you know, cornerback is probably the toughest position on the field, you know, physically, because you out there on that island, you got – locked down opposing number one receiver down, So you got to have a a certain type of mentality out there each and every week, especially in the league, you know, you're going to get great receivers each and every week. So I believe you got to be very technical, very sound, with your work ethic, means you got to go in each and every week, you know, just having the same type of, you know, play style and the same type of swagger out there. You know, just always have that confidence.
1: You talked about playing against uh, great wide receivers. As Akeem said you better get comfortable in Denver, <laughs> and if you're going to get comfortable in Denver, it also means you got to get comfortable going against Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, I know you're going against uh, Daniel Jones and the New York Giants this weekend, and we could talk about that a bit later, but I imagine somebody like you who wants to be great, you got to be excited to go against Patrick Mahomes more more than once a season, guaranteed. Yeah, man, they, you know, the Chiefs, they've been, you know, dynamic offense ever
2: since you know, since he came into league, Patrick Mahomes, you know, they got a great offense, a great, you know, personnel. But uh, you know, that'd be exciting matchup as well, too. I think our whole division we got you know great talent on offense, you know, the Chargers, you know, Herbert, young quarterback, you know, Keenan Allen, all them boys, um, the Raiders, you know, Derek Carr, Henry Rubb, Jacobs, Darren Waller, you know, with the Chiefs, you know, they got, you know, a dynamic offense with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, you know, you know, so it's you know, our division is set. You know, forward to you know, just going going out there proving yourself each and every week because you know you're going against the best competition in your division. So you know, I'm excited for that. All I say is,
0: do you, baby? Like you said, you you grow up in that foot with that football background, man. You know, lock in on that tape. That tape going, that's the cheat code right there. That's I ain't learning to year five. Guys like y'all coming in, y'all learning it right now.
1: I wanted to ask you a question about your YouTube channel and how you're building your social media presence, but. As a keep just went went in, I wonder if you have any questions for him while he's yeah. while he's giving out free game. <laughs> Question:
2: I, I just want to say, um, like you playing corner, um, like what was your keys like when you go out there on the field? Like what was your keys? Like as for cause I know you, you know you press a lot. You play off. You know I could tell yeah. that you've been reading the opposing offense about your play style. Like what's your like what's your game style? Like what makes you go out there and compete at a high level?
0: Man, I, I I treat that shit like a like a like a test. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I, I, when I watch and I study, I watch it like a test. So I watch 21 personnel. I'm watch the passes. If they got one receiver over here, he lined up right here. He keep on doing this. I'ma write that shit down. I got a good chance of getting this. If he did it one time, I might not even write that shit down. Then I do the same thing, 11 personnel, two receivers, 11 personnel, three by one, I'm on the one receiver side or I'm on the three receiver side. I just kind of remember it like a test. So three receiver side, okay. He keep running fades, hitches, or the delays. So when I get three receivers, no matter what coverage, I mean, I know what I'm expecting. If I get something else and my God given ability gonna react to it. So I just kind of remember this shit, bro. I watch the tape. So boom, they break the huddle, two receivers. Oh, he running the slant. And if you run that fucking slant, bro, <laughs> It's up? You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, that's how I watch film. And I just rewatch it like a test. If they going fast and I can't remember something, I just play my coverage and play my technique. But if you watch it like that, I'm telling you, you remember shit, you remember shit, and you be like, oh, he finna run his dig. They flipped, oh, he finna run his dig. Ah, undercut a dig, he in through the shit. I'm telling you, so I do it just like a test, baby. You gotta remember it, test day is, is Sundays. Study all week.
1: What? So Akeem and I have talked about this a number of times, the position that you play, Pat, uh, defensive back, you're gonna be put in the spotlight, whether it's for good or for bad. If you get a pick six, you're gonna be celebrated. If you get, if you get beat on a route, they, they might commentators might get on you for that too, because you're in a, in a spotlight position. But with that being said, what it does offer you, and Akeem knows this, it does offer you the opportunity to build a following, build people get to know you because you're in the position to make plays when the ball's thrown in your direction. And now you have this YouTube channel. Uh, I saw you took a trip to, uh, when you were in Minnesota, you went to the Mall of America, hopped on that roller coaster. Um, and it's different now from when the key was in the league. Talk about embracing uh, reaching out to the fans via social media, podcast, or a YouTube channel, or just inside the life. how do you go about that and and how, how are you embracing it?
2: Yeah, I'm embracing it in many different ways. I, I always thought about it as like this, like, Sometimes, you know, we be in football so much that we focus we tend to focus on football a little bit too much. You know, I also got like a little side of me that's, you know, fun. You know, I got a lot of character with me. So, you know, I just thought I should build a YouTube channel, you know, have the fans see what I do uh, day in and day out. Whether it's just football workouts or just chilling with my homeboys or, you know, just going on adventures, going on trips and stuff. You know, I just like to bring that lifestyle out of me to the social media world so I could, you know, build my platform, you know, just have people look at me differently. Just not as a football player, but as like a you know like as a human being too. Cause you know some some fans, you know, they just look at you as a football player. They don't understand what you do off the field or what's your hobbies, what you like to do. So I thought I should bring that out to them.
0: That's definitely dope, man. I I really wish I would have started earlier. I ain't get on Instagram to shit after we won the Super Bowl. I was anti social media type shit. You know what I'm saying? I was outside too much, you feel me. But I wish I would have, bro, because man once you get to this level one day you're going to be 35 right and you're going to want your fans to know you you're going to want them to know you as a person like you said and it's when you open when you open them doors and let people know you as a person man it just it brings so much shit your way man so do that that's i keep on doing that I'll never stop doing that man just be yourself build that brand cuz that brand is how you're going to make your paper after after your 14 15 years the rest of your life is going to be your brand. So make sure that
1: brand right. Yeah, I think I think Akeem a- a- got a lot of steam during the course of his career because he was just known as a, a great soundbite in the locker room. Uh, media could trust him to, to deliver and be entertaining. Right. And then the media knew just, me. The media know, know you
0: because, you know, they there every day, right? So they they know you. They like Akeem is the loudest person in the locker room, bro. He is the life of the locker room. They know, but you ain't got on social media. So, you know, they kind of, they kind of is they was my window to how everybody else know me you know what I'm saying the media they're gonna they gonna let the people know so they're gonna write stories and stuff, and they'll put it out there so that's how I kind of built my brand is kind of through the media that's
1: yeah cool. and so and, and so with the key building that brand uh, through the media, I think you have an opportunity here you can control your narrative having the, having a YouTube page. I do find it interesting though Akib, if you were if you were in in past or if you were in the locker room with Pat, and let's say you guys are going through potentially a, a, a streak of losing games, two game, two games lost. How would you like do, would you still I'm assuming you would still encourage Pat to reach out via social media, still do the vlog because he's he's chronicling the journey.
0: Yeah, definitely. You gotta you gotta show them how I look when it's ugly. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like like you said, you want him to see you as a person. It ain't always glitz and glamour, it ain't always like that roses and you know what I'm saying, everything good. You wanna you wanna show them damn, we done lost three in a row, I gotta do more. I gotta grind, get my body right. Just show them how you answer back, you know what I'm saying? It's
1: gonna make for a great story. That's great. And then uh, what also is a, is a great story is where Pat went to school. Uh, Alabama continues to dominate college football. We saw it this past weekend. Uh, tell me about the quarterbacks <laughs> that, you, that are now in the league from Alabama. There's three starting quarterbacks from Alabama in the league right now. Obviously, Mac Jones got the job in New England. Tua and also Jalen Hurts, who Akib is very much a fan of. Uh, what was it like just being around them? And what about playing at Alabama prepares you for this moment?
2: Yeah, you know, it was kind of like, it was kind of like cool to see them boys, but, you know, get their uh, respective jobs. But, you know, just playing with them, you know, competing with them in practice each and every day, I just think that, you know, they deserve it because, you know, they're hard workers. Uh, you know, they love the game of football. You know, they came in each and every day to work. You know, even though like it was a, it was depth in the QB room, you know, it was still like talent because, like, if one go down, you still got him. If another go down, you still got him. You know, they was prepared and, you know, they was uh, going in each and every day in practice and working towards it. But man, going to Alabama, I think it helped set, set me up a lot, especially going on to the next level just because, you know, we prepare like an NFL team. You know, we get treated like professionals. Uh, you come in with like a business like mentality, you know, and we just, you know, the resources that will help you uh, set yourself to the next level just because of, you know, every – the people around the whole program, uh, you know, they, they would just help you up and help you succeed uh, in many different ways. So, you know, I can't thank Alabama enough, you know, for putting me in this uh, position. So
1: For sure. And I know being going to Alabama too, going back to that locker room, I was watching a couple of clips this weekend. I feel like, Akeem, maybe you could chime in on this. I always feel like the Alabama guys probably have a leg up when they come to the locker room after a Saturday,
0: (laughs) (laughs) just like an extra swag. Yeah, you got to, man. You like the NFL version of, you know what I'm saying? You the cream of the crop up there. So you you gonna feel like that, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want to go there. So you got to feel like that if you go to Bama.
1: I remember we recorded the show last year. Akeem talked about when he was in Denver, uh Terrell Davis and all them would come into the locker room and he would just be like, damn, I want to be like those guys. <laughs> <laughs> so if a kid come to Denver this year, just got the ring on, just like I feel like he's still approachable. You can talk to them about that. That's how they
0: used it. to come, Pat. Look, that's how they used to come. They used to be in there, had their rings on, you know what I'm saying? Shannon Sharp now. Like, damn, yeah. We got to get like that. But hey, y'all got the y'all built like that, man. Y'all got the makeup, baby. Make that run, baby. Good luck this season, my boy.
2: Appreciate you having me on the show,
1: man. So the Broncos are two and a half point favorites against the New York Giants, even though they are going on the road. Uh, What's your insight into this game for the Broncos?
0: Oh, I'm definitely riding with the Broncos. Uh, They'll win by more than three, man. You don't got a full speed Saquon. That defense will be able to contain that offense, definitely contain that pass game. But uh, ride with them Broncos, pick up. Ride with them Broncos, got to ride with them.
1: And key actually has the Broncos as his top team in the no-fly zone power rankings. We discussed that on our Wednesday show. You can find that on our social media feed at Call to the Booth or, or on our YouTube channel. We'll be back next week, though. We'll break down what happened in week one. We'll look ahead to week two. That's the key to leave. I'm Harrison Sanford. This is Call to the Booth.